everybody welcome in it's uh it's quick snaps the podcast it's Aaron and Kostaki it's uh it's football football's back we've never been so excited to see football oh my goodness never ever I I didn't even I mean of course I knew but I it was uh the Falcons lost all three of my fantasy teams lost and I didn't care I was just happy to be watching football yeah what a relief what a relief to suck at fantasy football again All three, all three of my teams were uh, projected to win going into the game. I'm just, I just want, I just want the world to know that uh, I, was, I wasn't expected to lose any of those games, but uh, you know, fantasy. Um, yeah, man, it was great. It was great to just sit and watch football. I was, I was so excited. Um, and so many storylines. The, the Chiefs and the Ravens seem to be right where we thought they were, and. Uh, we had some surprises and some ups and downs and some wacky stuff and uh, some crazy endings and some good games and some not so good games and it's I, I love it I love that it's all back. Did you yeah. enjoy? Yeah, I mean apparently the only thing that was going wrong in Washington is that they were playing soccer the whole time, but now that they're the football team, <laughs> they get an opening week W over the, the branding is clear. Yeah, yeah, they were exactly. It was just a matter of branding. <laughs> it does sound like Washington football team sounds like uh, it's hilariously uh, no name, like the like the cereal on the bottom uh, on the bottom shelf in the plastic bags. You know, it's like I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't want raisin flakes, whatever. Right. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things that are so bad it it might be good at some point. They won. They beat the Eagles. No one thought. No one saw that coming. That's crazy. I was watching the first half, and I was like, "Dwayne Haskins is going to be out of the league in two years." <laughs> he does not look good. And uh, I was kind of. I was actually painting, and listening to most of the second half, and I heard Car- Carson Wentz just throwing interceptions, and it all fell apart. Right, it was seventeen nothing, and then uh, Eagles up seventeen nothing, and they lost twenty seven seventeen. That's, I mean, that's the ugliest game script ever. If you're laying it out against a team that you're supposed to beat handily, like you know, they the air was so tense in Philly that the crack in the Liberty Bell sealed itself. That's a that's a joke I wrote. <laughs> um, Spelling that out. It, let that's very that's very bad news for Philly. I mean, to lose to the to the team formerly known as uh, with everything going wrong. They say winning fixes everything, which would be great news for this Washington football team. They got a lot of shit to fix. <laughs> I hope it did fix everything for them. Uh, I couldn't help notice that Antonio Gibson didn't really make a fantasy splash the way we were all hoping. Oh no. No, not in this game. Although he got a lot of usage. And did you see him? I didn't really get to see much of him. 
Yeah, he looked pretty good. He's big. He's a big boy, right? Yeah, they were going going on about how big he was. For a running back, he's a weird size and shape. He's a little Brandon Jacobsy, right? Not that big, but relax, okay? Relax. <laughs> There's only one BJ. Right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> relax. <laughs> All right, segue to that. Your team's playing here in a minute. We are recording this, if you're listening later, uh, just before the two Monday night games. So we've got all the Thursday and Sunday night action in the rearview mirror, which we'll be discussing. And uh, we got we got four teams left to play, including the New York football giants. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? I think they're going to win. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Steelers are – as good as uh, Vegas thinks they're going to be, that's for sure. Um, well, I'm, you know, I'm interested to see how, how DJ's progressed and excited to see Saquon play again. And uh, I think Slayton is going to be a sneaky good wide receiver. He came on pretty, pretty well at the end of the year last year. And I think him and Jones have pretty good rapport. So, I don't know. Number two, it's it's Shepard and Slayton. Do I have that right in my brain? I think that's right. Yeah. Ingram and yep. Danny Dimes and Saquon Bart. That's a pretty uh it's a pretty exciting offensive uh bunch of characters, actually. Golden Tate. Golden Tate. He's missing tonight, but he's he'll be there. Is he out tonight? He's got some ankle or something. He's got some issues. Jesus, he had some issues to start last season. He's, we've known his name for 10 years. I think whenever that happens, then you're like, oh, that's an old guy in the NFL now. Yeah, but he's still got it. Speaking of old men, usually I saw this uh, series of, of uh, bits of information, which I will share with you. Usually the oldest player in the NFL is a kicker. Uh-huh. But because Vinatieri and Matt Bryant, I believe, are currently uh, free agents, Tom Brady is the oldest active player in the NFL. It's not some, you know, obscure lineman you've never heard of who's hanging around on the second string. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. The oldest player in the NFL. And he didn't look great. He was frustrated. He was screaming. He threw a pick six. Yeah. He has thrown, if you count the playoffs, he has thrown a pick six and the last three games, which I'm happy to report. I forgot his basically his last play as a Patriot was the pick six. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a messed up play, wasn't it? And Jameis Winston was on the sideline of this game as a backup to Drew Brees on the other side of the field. How hilarious. He's sitting there like, well, fuck, I could have done this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a couple of great plays, a pick six. I was doing this shit for years here. Why you got to bring in this guy? <laughs> Tell him how to eat this W. Ah, good reference. We'll always have that. Subscribers <laughs> will see me eat that W. <laughs> the people who are only listening via podcast are, are robbed of your visual that you just did. <laughs> Robbed is the right word. <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a pretty good game, though, the Bucks saints I enjoyed it. I saw most of that. Um, 
Yeah, I watched that one. That was kind of the, the premier game of the weekend, I guess. Amara looked good. He looked very like, good. Yeah, yeah, he did. He's he like, thanks for the money, everybody. What's that? Thanks for the money. He got his contract all fixed up just yeah, a few yeah. days ago. Right. And, and are Cook also just settled on the money and scored twice and looked good. Although his team doesn't look good. The Vikings didn't seem like they were had it together at all. Yeah. I think uh, Brian Miller, he was he's, he wrote something on Twitter about Kirk Cousins. He, think, he thinks Kirk Cousins might be into QAnon. <laughs> I told him the Vikings D looks like it's D-anon. <laughs> you like that? You like that joke? Vikings D is anonymous. <laughs> you like that? You like that? <laughs> uh, that was great, man. It was fun to see all of it. So Aaron Rodgers is uh, all this talk about waiting to draft him in fantasy till like the 12th round or whatever because he doesn't throw the ball anymore. They're a running team now. You know, I enjoyed our draft this year because I didn't pay attention to anything. I just picked guys that I like, that I want on my team. Oh, yeah. I didn't listen to any experts. I didn't listen to any advice. I didn't pay attention to nothing. How'd you do? It looks like I'm going to win this week. Oh, good. But I did I pay attention that. to all the shit, and I'm losing, getting my ass kicked. I know, and that's the lesson you learn. Like, <laughs> stop caring so much, and it might work out for you. But I got Aaron Rodgers in, like, I don't know, probably like the eighth round of the, you know. Four touchdowns, two to Devontae Adams and one to Lazard and one to Valdez Scantling. It, it was it was the fantasy throwing show. Good for him. Lazard, second cousin to Glenn Grizzard. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you like that joke? By the way, I'm losing to Glenn Grizzard in my old boys' fantasy uh, league this week. I hate that. I hate when that happens. He's really good. He's really good at what he does. So. He's got uh, he's got that uh, Lamar Jackson dude. I don't know if you heard of him. He scores a lot of points. Yeah, he's decent. He's decent at football. And then he has Thielen, who had two, well, at least one complete garbage time touchdown. Um, and the Falcons. Ugh. Yuck. Defund the Falcons. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. They're not. You know what happened was they played maybe the best team in the NFL. What do you think of that? Hey, you won't get much of an argument out of me. The Seattle Seahawks, I picked uh, preseason. We have, I've, I'm in this one little weird pool thing. And we, we're just, it, it's, this, it's the most simple pool of all time. You just pick the two Super Bowl teams and the final score. And whoever gets closest out of like 11 dudes wins all the money. And I picked uh, Chiefs, Seahawks. And right now, I look like a genius. Yeah, why not? Let's end the season right now and I'll win the whole thing. <laughs> um, but I think the Seahawks are, they got all the pieces. They got good coaching. They quietly have maybe the best quarterback in the league, certainly top three. Um, Chris Carson is the real deal. Their defense looks good. They're a good team, man. They got good receivers. They got uh, – they just seemed to – they were just clicking on all cylinders, man. And the Falcons didn't really look bad. They just were – they just got crushed by a really good team, I think. Mm -hmm. um, 
the the Falcons uh, fan cutouts have asked to uh, have paper bags for the next game. Is that bad? (laughs) I'm slipping the jokes in as we go here. That's the new format. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Here's a story. This is a true story. My aunt has been making baklava for 60 years, give or take, maybe 70. Uh, And she made a batch recently and she said it was better this time because she put more honey in it. Okay. And in my head, I'm like, you didn't try that any of the prior 60, 70 years? (laughs) Right, Yeah. yeah. And I was reminded of this situation when I read an article that said the Falcons are going to try to get Julio Jones in the end zone more often this season. I'm like, oh, yeah? You hadn't thought of that yet? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's like, let's try a batch with extra honey and see if that works. Come on, Aunt Auntie. Come on. How is that guy not in the end zone fucking three times a game? I don't understand what's happening with that. How does your aunt not add honey? <laughs> the most obvious situation, like, I don't even know. I always get confused about what baklava is. Baklava, it's, it's that layered thing that you always see in the windows of Greek restaurants. You never had baklava? Dessert? Yeah. So what, what is it? Because I get confused. I feel like it's, I'm confusing it with something else like that is fish. It's no, it's no. Baklava is, um, it's, it's, very thin, crispy phyllo dough with layers of honey and walnuts, sometimes pistachios. Uh, it's usually cut in a weird trapezoid shape. That's the traditional cutting. And you see that in windows, you know, you order it for dessert. It's awesome. Is it soft or it's hard? It, it depends who makes it. Usually it's soft because it's dripping with extra honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it, I mean, good? it's was it crispy good? too. It's wet and honey and crispy, ideally. That sounds like a great combination. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's all the Middle Easterners make it too. Um, and they usually use pistachios. Uh, Greeks usually use walnuts. So there's variations, you see. Yeah. I don't know what I'm confusing it with. But I feel like there's an Italian dish that sounds like that, that is full of fish. <laughs> there's a, there's bra- a branzino is a fish you see in Italian restaurants all the time. No? Well, no, I don't think. You're supposed to get in your head and figure out what the fuck's going on in there? Is that what's happening? Well, we, can, we can move on, but I mean, that's what you're basically trying to do with the Falcons offensive coordinator. You're trying to get in his head and try to figure out what the fuck's going on. Like, why wouldn't you? get Julio in the end zone. Like, cool, Calvin Ridley got in twice, but what's up with Julio? But for the record, the, the Falcons offense is not the problem. They, they had three receivers with 100 yards, and, like, they each had, like, seven, eight, nine catches. Uh, Hayden Hurst looked good and a few beats. I saw Gurley looked great early. They gave him the ball er, Gurley and often, and then they got behind, and they never saw him again. <laughs> you enjoyed that? You like that? <laughs> you like that? No, not really. Uh, uh, Gurley looked good, I thought. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I think the Falcons will still be 9-7 and seven or whatever, which is what we thought before we started. Although they have to go. They're playing Dallas now. It's a pretty tough couple of games to open. 
they do have a very tough season. They got to play the Saints twice and the Buccaneers twice. And they got, they have a game against the Chiefs. Like their out of conference schedule is ridiculously they got they're playing some real monsters. Maybe they, um, that's what you gotta do in the NFL. You gotta beat the good teams, otherwise. Yeah. What the hell, dude? I hope they don't go down 0-2, man. It's going to be another solemn quick snap season. <laughs> I think the Steelers are going to kill the Giants. What do you think of that? What's up with that, man? I, I, I'm not saying I want that to happen. I'm saying the Steelers are probably better than we want them to be. I don't think so. No? No. I think the, the Giants are going to win tonight. Okay. I'm rooting for you. I hope you're right. Yeah. I don't need Glenn to get any more points with Saquon Barkley, but uh, the game's pretty much over anyway. Yeah. So just root for him. <laughs> so just root for him. Yeah. We could use your juju. Um, so uh, the Jaguars won? What the fuck? Well, they were playing Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Philip Rivers looked bad. So, so, so far, it's one Aaron, zero Philip Rivers. I mean, come on. They lost by one score. That's what Philip Rivers does. He loses <laughs> one score every time. I want to argue with you because no, I think right. that's fun. You can't. You can't argue you with me. You're right. He's not a winning quarterback. He may he, have been at one point, but he's not. As of this writing, you're dead right. I've been right for the past three years. The jury's not out yet. We have to see a whole season of this situation. The jury's out. Does he have a Super Bowl? Has he gone deep in the playoffs? The jury's out. He's not the only one on the team. The verdict is in. He's guilty of sucking. <laughs> 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 the Colts, man. The Colts are supposed to be good this year. Now, all the rest of the team was in place. They got the running back, Marlon Max now out for the season with an Achilles. Oh, that sucks. Achilles, that's bad, but it's better than an Oedipus. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Love that uh, Greek mythology. <laughs> um, yeah, it was funny to me. Because I, I, I thought the um, – Krista was actually really impressed. There were a few pregame moments when they're, like, talking about social justice. And uh, – I agree with her that I think the NFL is doing a good job at trying to turn this train around and be on the right side of history on this subject. Um, and I like what some of the players are doing and saying. And uh, but I, it was hilarious to me that in the and uh, in, in the end zones it says end racism. Like end racism. That's a pretty tall. You can't even stop the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're. You're losing to uh, to the Chargers and Tyrod Taylor, Bengals. How are you going to end racism? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it was just fun to see it all, man. The Browns are fucking terrible again. Now, they played maybe the best team in the NFL, certainly one of the top few in the Ravens, but they they got blown out. It was like 38 to 6 or something. And... I didn't see much of that, but apparently Mayfield looked bad and Beckham never got the ball. And it was just like, not, not pretty at any level all the way through. Yeah. I didn't see any of it. I actually haven't seen any highlights either. Um, what else we got? The Raiders won. Yeah. 
Josh Jacobs, three touchdowns. No way, really? Yeah, Raiders had a big day, man. They look good. Um, I kind of like that storyline. I would love to have a good Raiders team. I hope that sticks. Um, Mitch Trubisky put the Bears on his back and threw three touchdowns and a giant comeback. He went bareback? What the what the hell? <laughs> um, what else happened? My boy, uh, Georgia rookie running back Swift gets Drop drafted the by the Lions. Drop the game-winning touchdown. And it's a terrible, ugly drop. It was the worst play of the day as far as – Routine catch. Routine, easy money for the win. Bangs off of his hands with no defender on him. Yep. In the end zone with five seconds left. It was the biggest drop since that wet ass pussy song, huh? <laughs> That's a big drop. <laughs> Get a bucket and a mop, everybody. It's a big, they're crying. There's, there's a lot of tears in Detroit. That's why you need a bucket and a mop. Yeah. You gonna do that on Bob and Tom tomorrow? I don't know if I'm gonna do that. <laughs> uh, the Cardinals went up there and beat the Niners. I love that. Oh, I heard they won, man. I didn't even realize they were playing the Niners. Nice. That's yeah, man. Uh, the Niners are the only thing in the Bay Area not on fire. For real. They, uh, I love that. I actually picked that in, a, uh, in my confidence pool. Um, that was my one big upset pick because I think the Niners are overrated and I think the Cardinals are underrated and boom. I think I yeah. agree. If the season ended right now, I'm a genius. Absolutely. Can't play fantasy for shit, but here we are. No, I cannot play fantasy for shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate losing to Glenn Grizzard. Anybody yeah. else? Yeah, that's annoying. I hear you. <laughs> and he texts me and I can hear his fucking southern accent. Does he do an exaggerated southern accent via text as well? Via text, no, but I in my head when it's trash talk, that's how I hear it. <laughs> yeah. So did you, did you see any of the Rams Cowboys? I did watch a lot of that. Those those Rams uniforms are fucking awful. I don't hate them. You don't hate those? Now we can argue. Now we got a good thing to argue about. I mean, I don't feel that strongly about it. So, like, you what is what what I mean? What uniform do you need to hate? What uniforms do you hate? What's worse than that? Those flesh-colored uh, Packers uniforms. The flesh-colored pants are bad. I'll grant you that. <laughs> Although the shirts on those are cool. It's the it's the navy with the little circle. Is that right in the middle? Yeah, yeah. Now those are cool. Come on, yeah. the shirts are cool. You're with me on the jerseys? Yeah, the jerseys are fine. But I agree with the flesh-colored pants are terrible. Pants are bad. <laughs> it doesn't even match the legs of most of the players. It's a terrible flesh color. But I mean, that's the immediate thought of what's a bad what's a bad uniform to wear. That's where I go. The right one away. in my head, which gets all the shit every time, which I actually love, is the uh, Steeler Bumblebee ones. I think those are cool. I'm not a big fan of those either. I, I get it. I, that I get why people hate, but I'm on the I'm on the uh, I'm on the A team on that one. Yeah. 
Um, but these, these Rams uniform, they, there's, I literally thought there was something wrong with the television. I thought there was a colorization problem. The blue on the helmets and the socks, it looks like, like when you get a glimpse of the green screen, like when the weatherman is talking, it doesn't look like you're supposed to see it. It's so jarring. Are they trying to green screen in a better team? Is that what they're doing? <laughs> they didn't need it against the Cowboys. They, the Cowboys were determined to beat themselves. Did you see? I can't it? believe they won that game. What did you, did you see the PI at the end of that game? On uh, Gallup. Yeah. I thought it was weak. I I thought it was a good call. I, I think I know him in the minority. That was a big uproar. But it, he clearly pushed him off enough that it changed the outcome of the play. That's how the thing should be defined. I don't think so. I think Ramsey flopped a little bit. I mean, he definitely had his arm extended, but he had it extended to a point where it's like there's no way he could get a decent amount of strength behind that. I think it's possible Ramsey went for a little acting as well, but he only does that when he's out of the play, which is that's the only reason he was out of the play. Oh. <laughs> You're wrong again. Yeah, I mean, the other pass interference against them that took away a touchdown was – I thought that was trash, but – I mean, I, I, yeah, I think the, the, the Cowboys got a little bit robbed on that one, but they beat themselves. I mean, Mike McCarthy deciding to not kick that field goal uh, early in the fourth. I think it was early in the fourth. It, maybe it was late third. But, I mean, it's fourth and, like, three. It's not fourth and inches. Like, and they're at, what, like, 15, 20, something like that? And, like, that's – that's another situation where it's a coach thinking that he's too smart and trying to like play and make decisions emotionally or analytically. I know you want to jump in, but let me finish my thought. It's a bad <laughs> call all day, every day. I don't care if you get it and you score the touchdown. It's not worth it because when you don't get it, your team is demoralized. Now, plenty of other opportunities to go down there at the end of the game. They would have kicked the field goal to win it if the score had remained the same. Right? So there's, there's You're right. I, I agree with everything you just said. I just want to play devil's advocate and say, is that because we're old and we are used to the old ways of always kicking and being safe and covering your ass as opposed to just going for it? That's kind of the new – that's a new-ish thing in the NFL. I don't even think it's that because you think Mike McCarthy is really coaching via analytics. I don't. I think here's a coach that is trying to put his stamp on the team week one and say, yeah, I made a ballsy call and we won because of it. Instead of just making the right decision and getting the points and putting your team in a position to score once anyway to win the game. Instead, you want to be a hero. That He was playing a hero ball. I hate it. I hate it so much because it's just emotion and it's just trying to put your stamp on a team. I'm going to throw you off with this one. Are you ready? No. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> you won me over. I, you're right. I, yeah, I was kind of agreeing in the first place, but now I'm convinced. It's just – it's always going to be the wrong decision. I mean, even even if they win the game – it's just not worth it to take that risk there. Fourth and inches, go for it. Sure. Fourth and three, 
and your receiver runs a route that doesn't even get to the first yard first yard line, first down line. Like, what are you? What are we doing? That's one of my biggest pet peeves in football is when you're when it's third and a third and something or fourth and something, and you throw a pass that's less than the something. What are you doing? And I mean, I get it. Like, <laughs> like a lot of times, like you're gonna throw it short, and the receiver has time to make a play, make something. Yeah, in a perfect world, but this is not perfect. Perfect world land. This is where this is an important moment. Why even run a route that's shorter than the thing? That's a dumb choice. I just wonder how Packers fans feel about McCarthy not being there anymore. Like, because that, you know, you and I don't really follow that team that closely. Right. But from the outside perspective that we had, it seemed like it was kind of like a, a battle of wills between him and Aaron Rodgers at the end, right? Like who was going to win this? And most of the time it's going to be the franchise quarterback. Yeah, right. It did seem like it was, again, as an outsider, it looked like, oh, okay, all these, all the characters involved here are good at what they do, but it's time for everyone to get a fresh start. <laughs> yeah, but like, I wonder how Packers fans feel about him in general. Like, was he a good coach? Did he make bad decisions, good decisions overall? Like, I don't know. I'd love to hear from some of them, if anyone. I feel like it piled up. There was there was more than one of these kind of moments in the last year where you were like, "Right, come on, dude, what are you doing?" You lose the team when that stuff doesn't pan out. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. You're right. <laughs> I am thrown off by this a little bit. <laughs> you're wrong about the Rams uniforms. Fine. The. The, the, the Rams logo is like, I suck. And the Rams uniform is like, hold my beer. That team, they were gushing about the stadium on that broadcast. Now I'm kind of interested to see it. Yeah. Shame everything's all fucked up. The Falcons are playing in that stadium in about two months. I would love to see that game there. Yeah, I don't know. Who, who knows? When are, like, I guess it differs from state to state whether or not you're going to have fans in the stadium, right? It's definitely very – it's a locality thing. But based on Sunday – I mean, yesterday, there was one stadium that had that had audience, that had fans in it. Uh, it was the Jaguars. Oh. And there, how many games were yesterday? It was like 10, 11, 12 games. It was 13 minus 3. It was – Yeah. It was 16 minus three. It was 13 games yesterday, and there was only one stadium was allowed to have people in it. Right. And then we had the Chiefs had uh, fans. So there was only two games this whole weekend that have fans. Is it, unless it's something tonight. Is the, the New York said no to everything, right? Yeah, yeah. At least for now. For now, yeah. And Philly, too. Hey, where are they? Are they in Jersey? I don't even know. Doesn't look like Pittsburgh, that's for sure. Pittsburgh's a pretty noticeable field situation. Yeah, yeah. Are they kicking off soon? Uh, yeah, the Giants' uh, first place from scrimmage just threw to Shepard for about 15 yards. We're going to have a Raptors. Hey, what happened with the Raptors? Lost game seven, man. Oh. And it was weak, man. It was very, I very totally forgot about it until just this moment. Yeah, they, it it looked good. They were they were winning. They were playing pretty well, and then uh, it was a tight game, and uh, 
the way that it ended at the very end was disappointing. Yeah, sorry, man. That's all right. I was I was bummed a little bit. They but, put up a good fight, though. Sounds like they did. I mean, Boston was probably the better team, so it's like it's, you can accept that. Please don't exceed twenty seconds in this next answer. Where where is the NBA now? What's going to happen from going forward? Where are the teams that are left? Who's going to win? So the Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals already. Seventeen uh, seconds. What? Fourteen seconds left. <laughs> Western Conference Finals is Lakers and whoever wins the Clippers versus uh, Nuggets, which is another Game Seven, and then in the Heat and Celtics are in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I think it ends up being Miami versus the Lakers. Okay. All right. That's that's what I think happens. And the whole bubble thing was a giant success, pretty much top to bottom, right? Seems like it. Yeah, they only had like a couple players that had some kind of infractions. Um, some one player recently got kicked Sneaking out. Sneaking out to get chicken wings. Well, yeah, that one you heard about <laughs> that one, and then uh, the uh, Shepherd got another catch on third and eleven. Oh, good. Um, Daniel House is his name. Plays for the Rockets. He snuck some woman into his hotel room for a couple of hours, and he got caught. So, and he got basically got kicked out of the bubble. Right. There was an NFL player who did that. It was an undrafted free agent. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You spent your whole life yeah. getting to this moment. You know you're on thin ice and you might not make the team already. And now you're, you're sneaking in a girl. Like, sneak a girl in another time. What are you doing? Yeah. Next yeah. year, have a girl sneak into a thing. Not this year. Stop it. The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> <laughs> well, the heart's going to have plenty of time at home. It was immediately cut by the team. I'm actually surprised how well the NFL is doing so far. Like, it's yeah. some stat of like 19,000 tests and some, some tiny trickle of positives. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to be too conspiracy theorist, but I do find it's a little hard to believe that there are zero cases. Yeah, I don't think it's zero, but it's some very small number. But yeah, it could certainly be underreporting somehow. Yeah, there was something funny with false positives or something like that. So I'm like, yeah, ah, that right? But they smoothed that not, out at least for now. Definitely not ruling out something shady being done by the NFL. No, I, I, I don't doubt. It, but yeah, that's possible. And also, I think maybe what happened, at least part of the part of the equation, is teams got serious about it and recognized it as a competitive factor. Like if we can get our shit together and no one on this team gets COVID, we're going to have a good chance of, of doing well against other teams that don't get it together. And so I think there was, a, there was a real pressure amongst the coaching and the players to fucking, you know, stay straight and narrow. That's, That's kind of, of think about it like a competitive advantage. <laughs> it is. It is. If you don't get COVID, you got a much better chance of winning. Yeah. If your quarterback's room doesn't all get quarantined, like that's the, to me, that's the big fear is that an entire room, whatever the group is, like all six of your good offensive linemen are quarantined, <laughs> you know, like whatever the group is, like all the cornerbacks are out for this week. Like you're fucked. You can't do anything. Uh, it looks like Daniel Jones didn't get rid of all of his 
predecessor's bad habits. They just picked up a delay of game. Oh, okay. And Jason Garrett looks like Ben Franklin right now on the sideline. He's got long hair? No, I don't. It's the bifocals. He has a kite? <laughs> He's drinking a beer? I'm trying to think of all the Ben Franklin things. He's on 100? Fumble, Steelers fumble the punt. And the Giants recover on the one. It's going to be a dog fight. It'll be a dog fight. Who got it? Looks like the Giants got it, but who knows? <laughs> all the Giants think they got it, but. Let's do a couple of plugs. We're still messing around with the Patreon thing. I owe you a conversation on that subject. Uh, yeah. But go to patreon.com, type in quick snaps, and uh, we'll tell you what the choices are, what the things are. And we love you, and we thank you for listening. <clears throat> and if you support us with a little contribution, basically you just set up in your credit card and forget about it, five bucks a month or whatever it is. And, uh, and you know you're supporting something cool that you love. It's a little NPR-ish, what we're asking for. Uh, and like NPR, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll send you a mug in quotes. We're not sending you a mug, but you know what I mean? There's, there's some perks. We, we get some uh, bonus content. We'll see, we'll do, Aaron and I are talking about doing more video uh, things and those will be available to the Patreon supporters. You get your hat thrown in the ring to win a jersey with, uh, can be customized to your choice and uh, all that stuff. It's, it's basically a, a thank you back. In the old school, the Patreon world was, <clears throat> if you think about it back in the day, artists and other creative characters would have patrons to support them. There would be a rich guy or a baron or a king or whatever would support these characters to create um, and allow them to do their thing. And Patreon is just the new cyber version of that. You can support creators. You can go support a wacky cartoonist or a obscure band or a comedian or a podcast. Uh, and so we're in on that. And we, uh, we ask you to support us if you can and you want to. Uh, we thank you for doing it. And we try to thank you back. That's the whole pitch on Patreon. Um, what else? Uh, I'm going to continue with the Wednesday night fun on Facebook Live on my, fa my Facebook fan page this week. Jimmy Pardo. He's Jimmy awesome. Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Jimmy Pardo. And I'm going to reach out to the, uh, the principals of the Bob and Tom show, and I'm going to grab a couple of those characters coming up soon as well. Um, so do that. What are the other plugs? I'm going to be doing Bob and Tom every Tuesday morning to wrap up the weekend that was in the NFL. Uh, and I got a couple of other guys that have come come back into the fray. I'm going to call my old boy Prospector in uh, Northeast PA uh, tomorrow morning. And it uh, looks like Buffalo's trying to get it together to talk to me weekly. And uh, I see you shaking your head. The Giants did something dumb. They didn't convert. They basically had first and goal from the two. And they're going to end up kicking a field goal. That's terrible. Yeah, Ingram was open. DJ missed them. First and goal from the two. That's I feel like unless there's a penalty or a sack, that's a that's a go for it on fourth situation, right? Let's give it to Saquon four times if necessary. Yeah. Now at this point, we were just bitching about not kicking the field goal in another situation. At this point, do you go for it? First quarter, go for it, sure. Because if you don't make it, they're at their own two. Yeah, yeah. It's a much different scenario. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that. Thanks. I agree. You're very agreeable this week. You're right. You're wrong about the uniforms. And what else were you wrong about? You were wrong about two things. I just remember things I'm right about, like Philip Rivers. <laughs> I, I, 
right now it looks like you're right, but I'm, I'm not agreeing yet. I've been right for three years at least. <laughs> the early returns are good for you in your situation. All right. You got any, what are you doing? You got some albums coming out? Do a plug or something. YouLuckyDogProductions.com. Uh, go ahead and click on a, an album cover and stream it or buy it. Uh, support these comics and my label and um, nothing pending immediately right now but a couple of different things that might pan out and uh, probably gonna start paying more attention to podcasts so anybody out there comedian or otherwise um, if you have a podcast project that you're either in the middle of or thinking about starting and you need someone to edit it I'm going to start focusing on that a little bit too. So um, if you know anybody that's looking for some services to make their podcast easier and more enjoyable, hit me up. YouLuckyDogProductions.com uh, and YouLuckyDogProd at gmail.com. So that's all I got. And um, I do want to say go Giants and they're definitely going to beat the Steelers and going to win the Super Bowl this year, hands down. What? How many beers did you have since we started? It's just one. You started out strong with the anti-Philip Rivers thing, but this. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, wholeheartedly back my boy, Aaron Hodges. He is a fantastic editor and easy to work with, and he does make podcasts easy and fun. So uh, if you're doing that sort of thing, Glenn Grizzard. Yeah. Uh, get yeah. some help from, uh, from Aaron Hodges. All right, kids. Thanks for listening, everybody. This we're gonna work on some of the technical stuff. We had a couple glitches tonight, but uh, going forward, we're gonna do the we're gonna do this very thing live on Facebook right before the Monday night game, and then it'll be uploaded to your uh, ear holes as a regular podcast as well. So you can you can pick and choose. You can do both. Whatever works for you. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll get back with you soon. We hope your fantasy and real football dreams all come true. Let's go. Good guys. Good guys.